Um, good evening, everyone. Hello. Hi. Oh, that's nice. Audience participation. I love that. Um, welcome, everyone. My name is Helen Davis, and I'm the interim CEO here at Arnold Feeney. I'm just so pleased to welcome you here this evening, um, not only to the launch of the Bristol Refugee Festival, but also the launch of this fantastic collection of writings um, that Arnolfini were privileged enough to be involved in with Borderlands. It's for sale in the Light Studio, so please do buy a copy. We've got a fantastic evening tonight. Um, there's things happening over all of our three floors. There's wonderful food, which I've smelt upstairs, and I'm really looking forward to tasting. It smells delicious. We've got artwork on exhibition, um, and also, of course, the talks in the auditorium this evening. Our exhibition, um, which is by an artist called Basim Magdi, called The Stars Are Aligned for a Century of New Beginning, is also opening open this evening till 8 o'clock, so do feel free to go and have a look at the exhibition as well. Um, just a note of housekeeping, this evening is being recorded and there are Q&A sessions, so please do wait for the microphone to come to you so that everybody can hear your question. Um, there'll be roving mics that come around during that session. So I'm now going to hand over to Jules Olston from the Bristol Refugee Festival to welcome you further, but I do hope you have a wonderful evening and thank you all for coming here. And as I say, buy a copy of this, is brilliant. Thanks very much, Jules. Good evening. Um, I'm just going to do a very quick welcome to say um, welcome to Bristol Refugee Festival 2017. Very excited. This is the second year that we've run it, run it as a festival, uh, and it's going to be uh, a month-long programme of events, um, sort of running in all sorts of places over the city. Um, so please do check our website for, for the details of the different events on the programme. There's arts, music cultural events, um, something for everybody. Very pleased to see so many people here. It's fantastic to have the support. Um, just want to say a, a huge thank you to the Arnold Feeney for hosting the event for us. Um, also, thank you to Refugee Women of Bristol who are doing the food. Um, and we've got uh, the wonderful speakers from Borderlands who are going to be reading um, the excerpts from the book. And Voice Project... Um, from uh, Bristol Refugee Rights will be doing the speaking towards the end. Um, just to let you know, we will have somebody doing filming and photography. I don't know, where's Jamal? Is he here? I can't see him. Um, if anybody doesn't want to be filmed or photographed, if you could uh, make yourself known to him. I'm not quite sure where he is though. Have you seen him anywhere? But, uh, um, uh, so, yeah, he's, he'll be fairly obvious with his camera, though. Um, so I'm going to now pass you on to um, Emily churchill Zarar, who's from National Refugee Week, um, who's going to say a few words about that. Hello, everyone, and thank you, Jules. I'm Emily. Um, I'm very sweaty. Um, <laughs> So sorry about that. Uh, just on a, a lovely, very crowded train from London. Um, really lovely to be here. So I'm, I'm National Coordinator of Refugee Week and um, I work at Counterpoint Arts in London. With the National uh, Refugee Week is the UK's largest festival celebrating uh, what refugees bring to the UK. Um, we have hundreds of events all across the UK um, 
focusing on arts, culture and education, uh, which will be attended by tens of thousands of people this week, so a really special week. Um, the theme of Refugee Week 2017 is Our Shared Future, which has kind of felt like it's become more and more poignant as this year's come on, and obviously Refugee Week is coming um, at a very difficult moment uh, for the country uh, following the, the horrific fire at Glenfield Towers and then the news of another terror attack this morning. Um, and I don't know about you, but as somebody that grew up in the UK and somebody that has not, does not have first-hand experience of war, um, those, uh, the TV footage of, of uh, witnesses being, being interviewed in shock um, following those attacks and the testimonies of, of families um, who were on the phone to people in the towers um, while it was on fire, really, I feel like it really brings home the reality of what it's like um, to live... Uh, to live in conflict. Um, and indeed, the first named victim of Glenfell Towers, Mohammed uh, al halaji was a refugee from Syria and, in fact, was involved in organising a Refugee Week event um, that weekend. Um, so we, we remember and we honour him this Refugee Week. Um, so it's a cliche, but I think it's true that at times of, of uh, violence and destruction, one of the best things we can do is come together. And during Refugee Week, I'm always really moved and... Um, uh, in awe of refugee week organisers across the country who often on a voluntary basis are working really tirelessly to create spaces where we can come together and spend time with each other from our different communities, um, make space, spaces where all of our stories can be told, where we can really get to know each other, um, as well as campaigning and standing in solidarity with our friends, neighbours, colleagues um, who are displaced and have sought safety in the UK. Um, so I've been at Refugee Week since 2015, and I've always heard about Bristol as one of the leading lights of the national programme, and this is the first time that I've um, managed to make it down. So it's a real honour to be here. Uh, the programme looks absolutely fantastic for Bristol Refugee Festival. Uh, there's film, there's the I'm a refugee exhibition, children's activities, music. I'm sure I've missed uh, lots of things as well. So do check out the programme, uh, which is on until the 2nd of July. Um, sign up to the Refugee Week newsletter if you haven't already. We do not spam. You can sign up on the Refugee Week website. Follow us on social media if you're that way inclined. Uh, the hashtag is Our Shared Future. Um, and have a wonderful evening. Thank you very much. Hi everybody, my name is Deezy Bamford and I'm here just to have a little historical perspective because when Jules told me that Emily was coming down from London, I remembered how Bristol Refugee Week actually happened in, in Bristol and we were very lucky to have in the asylum services of the City Council an amazing young woman who was an artist in her own right, was a singer and a performer, and she managed the asylum services. And when she heard about National Refugee Week in London, she thought, we have to have this in Bristol. So she stuck her neck out, and she organised the very first event in Hope Chapel. You know, um, the Hope Centre? And she was playing in the on the stage, she was playing in the band, she was selling the tickets, she was doing the food, she was on the door, she was stage managing, and she was making sure that everybody was totally included, at which point I, as a friend, said, I think you might need a bit of help here. And so we, in Tribe of Doris, we got involved with Lorraine, she was called Lorraine Ayensu, and so over the years, she always managed to make 
some Bristol City Council money available. And it wasn't really meant to be for actually Refugee Week, but she would just sort of squirrel it away. Those were the days when squirreling it away was a little bit easier. And I wanted to remember Lorraine, Lorraine Iensu, because very, very sadly, three years ago, she passed away with a, a brain tumour, and she was much younger than me. And her, her enthusiasm and her commitment to building a better world has meant that 10 years later, we are really, really proud, I think, and she would be amazed to see we've got a month-long festival and Bristol Refugee Rights and Borderlands and Refugee Women of Bristol and everybody is working together and we now have almost got an organisation that will run this. And we, So I'm very proud that Bristol has constantly evolved from those little seeds. And I'm looking at that lovely banner here that our lovely Maria made and thinking all those hands and each one of us put our hand in and we help and we do a little something and we have together with all the people that arrive here seeking refuge create a better world so I'd just like us all to just hold Lorraine in our hearts for a bit because she would love to be here and she'd be very proud that we were in the Arnolfini thank you very much Uh, good evening. Uh, my name is Richard Mackay. I'm my privilege to be chair of uh, Borderlands Charity, and I'm also chair of Bristol City a Sanctuary uh, Movement. And so, on, but with wearing both those hats, I want to offer great thanks that this event is taking place, that we have this month-long uh, refugee festival, that you've all come here for the support of Arnolfini. But most of all. I want to say a very powerful thank you to our sisters and brothers who have contributed to the book, our sisters and brothers who contribute to the life and richness of our city, not by the wealth of money you bring, but by the courage you bring, and by the wealth of experience experiences that most of us could never touch or imagine. And you bring that to us as a gift. And we are here to say we value that gift. We, uh, others may not value the gift that you are, we do. And we would want to stand with you and many other sisters and brothers uh, in our nation for standing for your right to have a voice, your right to bring your skills and gifts and allow them to be developed, your right for freedom, and your right to be able to rebuild your lives uh, in this place, I hope, of welcome and of affirmation. That's the kind of city we want to build. That's what Borderlands, Bristol Refugee Rights, Bristol Refugee Women, City of Sanctuary, and many other organizations and groups. That's what we stand for. And we want our city to be a place where you, you can flourish, because without your flourishing, we are so much the less. What's important is that we now hear your voices, not ours. Thank you. Hi, 
I'm Lindsay Ruth, and I've been volunteering at Borderlands for the past couple of years, and I've been asked to share a little about the story of the book. It's fantastic to see so many of you here this evening. Thank you for joining us and celebrating Bristol's first collection of refugee writing and artwork. I'm sure you're all dying to get your hands on a, a copy of the book, um, but before that happens, I'm just going to share a little of the story behind it. This has been born from the wonderful creativity of Borderlands members. It's a unique book. Nothing of its sort has ever been produced before in Bristol and possibly even in the UK. A series of creative writing and poetry classes were run at Borderlands to give members a chance to express themselves and to practice their English. And those classes resulted in so much beautiful work, we knew we had to share it and that's why we're here today. In the classes, we've written about food and family, hopes, dreams, and fears. And I know in the poetry classes, they had a lot of fun with words. Shortly, we'll hear some of these pieces read to us. The talent of our artists needs no explaining. You'll see for yourselves in the book. And please make time to see it upstairs. In these pages, you'll experience life in technicolor, a teenager's first dance, the aspirations of a young student, the smells and tastes of home, travelling tales of resilience and courage, and much more. The book, entitled Borderlands, has been produced by a wonderful team of volunteers. I'd like to thank them. First of all, I'd like to thank our graphic designer, Tom Williams. You've worked tirelessly and over and above what we asked for. Thank you. Thank you to Alison Hallett for your creative direction and passion. Chris Watkins for your enthusiasm and careful selection of the artwork. Claire Carslake and all those here, Arnold Feeney, for your generosity in hosting us and your calmness in the face of last-minute changes. Milu Estefanos for your contributions and insights as a refugee writer. And Verity Stokes for your can-do approach and willingness to go the extra mile and replying to all of my WhatsApp messages whatever time of day or night. A huge thank you to all of our supporters, to you. Thank you to those of you who gave to our crowdfunding campaign. You enabled this book to be published. Without your generosity, we wouldn't be here today. So a huge thank you to all of you. But most of all, we thank our writers and our artists. Thank you for allowing us to share your work. Each and every one of you has a story to tell, and everyone here wants to hear it. Now, plans are underway to sell this book across Bristol. So far, Arnold Feeney, Emshed, and Bristol Museum have come forward. And later this week, a local book club will be using it as their shared book to read and discuss together. So word is spreading, but you heard it first. Now, supporters, I know that you'll read this with expectancy, and I know you'll enjoy the journey it will take you on. But what I would ask of you is that you seek to share its content with someone who may not otherwise encounter it. Now, I don't want to delve into politics, but I can say that there are plans to share this with the government and the media. And with this book in your hands, you can be key influencers too. So again, thank you to everyone involved. And now we're going to hear firsthand some of the stories. So would you please put your hands together and welcome our fabulous writers. Thank you.
Hello, everybody. My name is Haytham. I'm from Palestine. I have been here around two years. Uh, I would like to read uh, some what uh, I write when I came to England. First, I write about something that happened in the new year. I went with my best friend to the, city, uh, to the center to watch the people celebrate in the new year. So lots of people fasting and drinking. And when I went to the restaurant, one of my friends had a birthday and we made a party. After that, all the people went outside and count 10 till zero. It was a nice moment. Uh, I hope in this year to make new friends and learn more English. And I wish to finish the work to finish the war in Syria, and I wish to reach my goal as soon as possible. I would like to, uh, to continue my university. Thank you. Hello, everybody. At first, I'd like to thank who attend today, however, the spoiling weather, and special thank for all people behind the screen organize this wonderful event. My name is Hussein. I'm from Egypt. I want to share with you that my thoughts. Look up to the sky. I'm free. I could fly. I see a bird. Pits its wings rising up, landing down. I am one of them. I belong to their group. This Hussein, feeling free, happy, and furious. He stands on a high cliff, praying, thanking, and crying, believing that he got his freedom and happiness. If I meet him, I will say, I hope to be in your shoes. He was facing so hard time. I felt lonely one day as a man fighting in a deep, dark ocean. I was on the boat, but it turned over. He couldn't swim. He sank and sank down. Suddenly, he saw the light, found a hand, lift him up to the sky. He felt he is dead. He is in a paradise. But he realized he's still alive. Thanks. Hello, everybody. My name is Sam. I am from Kurdistan of Iraq. And thank you very much for this great opportunity to read my writing for you all. Thinking of mine about New Year 2016. New Year is one of the most important celebration, which is happening everywhere in the world. It's really difficult to tell a lot about it, but I will try my best. First, when, I, when you see everyone busy, like a people, governments, companies, even the weather, to be involved into preparing or sharing in New Year Eve and New Year Night. For example, the roads and common places or some of the religious buildings are tidy and clean and shining by the lights and decoration. 
So many parties, gatherings with fun and talent happening. And also when the time, I mean calendar, <coughs> is going to change. Firework going to start and everyone going exchange their happiness, then their feeling and taking photos for memory. Second one is really excited me is when I heard from one of my friends, also she spoke with one her friend who has been in another country, in other part of the world, which they celebrate before us by time. Because other countries located at the far east of the earth. When I am thinking about or seeing how much the human life have been modern and a lot of smart conversation be creative as we can be aware about other events or any news in other parts of the world. About my hopes, I really hope to get leave to remain, I mean permission stay in the UK, by the home office, and get all of the rights same as everyone else in the UK and improve and benefit my life here by myself. See my mom again as soon as possible, then pass my college, be ready to study in another level next year and have a job. Finally, not be more ill, which I am tired and feeling weak sometimes for this year, 2016, which I write this article. I would like to do a lot of trips and traveling if I can. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. My name is Mulo Stefanos. I come from Eritrea. I have lived here since 2015, and I'm a student at City, Co at City College, at Bristol City College, sorry. I, and I would love to share my writing, which is about Remembrance Day. I think Remembrance Day is an important day for me, because I have got my own Remembrance Day in my life. When I left my country, I passed a lot of challenge time, and my journey was unsafe and dangerous situation. The devastating day was in 1st April 2015. At that day, me and a lot of refugees start to leave from Italy to, to from Libya to Italy. Then it was anxious time because the boat we used was made up of wood and old. Then we got to the Mediterranean Sea. The storm started with heavy, with heavy wind. At, at, that day, at, the, at the beginning, we're okay, but after a few hours, it becomes strong and strong. Our situation changed to the worse. Also, our boat was broken. When we lose our hope, 
Then we lose our hope because we were in the middle of the sea. Then suddenly the Italian people came with very large ship and saved our life. We were about 450 people in the boat. If the Italian people didn't help us, we were at the end of the life. But at the end of the day, we were so lucky, we are live still and test the world. So that's why I remember that day every year. This happens, got in my blood, and I never forget it. Thank you. I'm Joel Itundi, I'm, I'm from Cameroon, and I'm very glad uh, I've been granted leave to remain, which is no very common. Uh, I will share with you a story, uh, no story, what's happening a little bit in my uh, country. And before doing so, I would like to have a thought about those who are being deported, because I've Myself, I went to detention three times, and I saw people living, I saw people crying, people suffering. And I want to have a thought for them. So uh, I'm going to read about, I, I, write, I wrote this long time ago, and I was very surprised when it's they sent it back to me saying you had to talk about it. And I'm very pleased to do that tonight and thank you for giving me the opportunity. As far as, as far as I'm concerned, it's quite difficult to separate dancing and music. In my culture, or more precisely in my understanding of dancing, it's for good most of the time. However, I do recognize that there is funeral dancing back home in Betty culture called Esani, which is executed when elder, elder or patriarchal figures die. Regarding myself, I've been told that I'm a bad dancer. In childhood, I tried very hard to perform as others, but without any success. We used to compete in different groups, sometimes boys against <coughs> girls, or classroom versus other, class, other schools. On the final day, when school go to the weekend break, my classmate gave me a nickname, Electric Post, because I couldn't move or swing properly. After all this year, of trying, I finally found that I could do it better while I'm sitting. So I now dance as a master dancer while I'm sitting. My head rolling on my neck and throwing my arms in any direction but holding the rhythm like. Culturally, I can't get into the cycle 
when people are dancing. A friend of mine is a professional dancer here in Bristol. Many times, he invited me to dance as part of relaxing, sometimes changing my mind and socializing with others. But at the end of the day, I just realized that I was hopeless. Another guy nicknamed me a nabbed robot, which I pretty well deserve. I will finally say that I firmly disagree with those who argue that African people are best dancers. I've, I've seen many other races dancing my mind, my cultural dance, we could see, better than me, and even more. I've heard Chinese persons singing a duala, an impressive Makosa song. I just enjoy seeing people dancing. It makes me feel happy. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. My name is Temes Ganyasu. I come from Eritrea. I have been in here about one year and nine months. I wrote uh, about small paragraph about my mother. I like write about my mother because my mother is light of house and is my hero and think about love of my, my mother to give me a lot of love and feel very happy because I need to perfect write English if I'm going to write a book, write about love because love is everything to be in my life. Thank you. Some of the work was written collaboratively, um, and now we're going to hear some of that. So we're going to get everyone back up. Notice how the sky is blue, how the people respect each other's space. Notice how funny life is. Notice how everyone is happy, how great the weather looks this morning, how everyone has got a cup of tea or water in front of them right here in the class. Notice how, every, how everyone pick up a newspaper as soon as they got on the bus how a seed grows up and becomes a flower, how all people need health. Notice how education is important. Look at the sea and learn how to live. Notice how there are so many different flags. Notice how to keep your personality, how football is important, how we can help each other for a better life. Notice how there are many cars in the UK the people in the pictures, how the table is very nice. Notice how the people are very nice, how the sky is blue, how helpful all the people are. 
How determination is important to change life. How God creates all the world. How balloons have different colors. Notice how the coffee is very sweet. How we are learning lovely words from all around us. How many hands together push towards success. Notice how many people give you important information. How I study every day. How all people on the planet need drinking water. Notice how a seed grows up and becomes a flower. Just one more brief thank you uh, that wasn't mentioned earlier, and that's to um, someone who has really steered and guided and really made this able to happen, and that's Lindsay Ruth. You've been astonishing with your energy, commitment, and phenomenal organisation. So if we can applaud Lindsay Ruth, that would be great. Thank you. Wow, that was absolutely fantastic. Um, I think we should put another, our hands together again for all those wonderful readers because um, not only to stand up uh, in front of everybody when you're not used to it, but to do it not in your own language either, uh, I think is amazing. And so thank you. So, um, what a great start um, to tonight. Um, what um, we have now is we've got some music upstairs on level two um, from Dijuan, who's a SAS um, player from Syria. And uh, there's also food up there, um, if anybody wants to go there. And there's uh, Free Voice. Um, they have their voice box project in the dark studio. Um, and um, Bristol Refugee Rights Voice Project have got some film running for you to see. And then there's also the wonderful Rise exhibition or, or part of that um, upstairs so please do have a look around um, we will have um, more speakers down here um, in about 20 minutes or so um, from Bristol Refugee Rights Voice Project okay thank you very much <laughs>